Wreck Path 6 of Ruin, Fright and Flames in the Night. Outside, the sun was still shining, and so was Sir Tingley. At the bottom of a narrow, twisty street, Old Ned showed in the ruins of a house that had been knocked down the night before by the Dargon. It was very flat where it should have been upright, and the stones were loose and in piles where they should have been tightly cemented together. In fact, it didn't look much like a house at all. There were big footprints in what had once been the garden, and the roof didn't quite fit. Old Ned was shaking his head. Three times, three times this house has been knocked down by the Dargon. He picked up a small, square piece of wood that had been nailed where the door had once been. It read, Done building. Old Mrs. Pottage and her son have had enough, said Ned. They left for the next village early this morning. Hush, said Sir Tingley to Ned. They stood very quietly and listened. Sir Tingley thought he heard a tiny voice saying, Help! Oh, please help! He bent down and lifted up a big dusty stone. Underneath was a mouse. It was very small and grey, and looked as if it was quite hungry. They could see where it had been digging and trying to get out from under the stone. It looked very tired. It lay there panting, its whiskers twitching up and down. Sir Tingley gently picked it up. You can speak, he said. Yes, said the mouse. And I am glad, because now I can thank you for saving my life. But if you don't mind... I'm very tired. It would be my pleasure, said Sir Tingley. Especially for such a polite mouse. He gently slipped it into one of the vents in his armour. He knew it would find somewhere warm and cosy in there, where it could curl up and sleep, until it felt much better. Sir Tingley asked Old Ned how many dragons he thought there were. Old Ned said that as far as he knew there was only one, and he only came out at night. You should see him, he said. All smoke and fire and roar! He wanders about with pieces of paper in his claw, and he never looks where he's going. What does he do then? asked Sir Tingley. He always goes to a big ruined house in the middle of town, said Ned. When he's there, he seems to pick things up and sometimes put them down again. Then off he goes, back up the hill, through Strawberry Moor to Dargon Wood. Then Dargon Wood is where I must go to find him, said Sir Tingley, if I am ever to see the book. Right at the top, above a large strawberry patch, stood a small wood of tall, straight trees. Sir Tingley could see a road that wound its way up to the hill until it disappeared into the wood. It looked as if it had been made by the tramp of very big, very heavy feet. It's there, said Ned, right by the top of the hill. But no one has gone there and ever returned. And just how many people would that be? asked Sir Tingley, thoughtfully. Well, er, said Ned, er, no one really. Then? said Sir Tingley, climbing up onto his horse. It sounds like this Dargan chap is ready for a very stiff talking to. He turned to Ned. 
Come on then, old fellow, follow me. I might need a hand. Oh, no, 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 said Ned. I'm not going to Dargon Wood. Then I might have to tell the villagers who I think it was dropped their book in the puddle, said Sir Tingley. He leaned forward to ask Winnie if she could spare the time and if she really didn't have anything better to do that afternoon and that he did realise that the sun was shining and that she might prefer... But they were already trotting through the twisty village lanes at a steady click clop towards the bottom of the hill. He sat back to enjoy the ride. Old Ned trotted alongside, wheezing and puffing. The breeze blew in through the vents into Tingley's armour and ruffled his woolly vest. He felt like a mouse in his suit. And then he remembered that there was.